Hey there, everyone. Michael A. Bryan here from the Oracular School of Astrology with yet another question and answer segment where practicing astrologers bring me their questions and I provide them answers based on my astrological practice. I do have a question, and you're going to be so happy because it's not a sign-based question today. So, <laughs> um, I have a question about triplicity rulers. You mentioned yesterday about the third triplicity ruler of the ninth and the tenth, and I realized that I really have a big hole in my knowledge of triplicity rulerships. Like, you know, I know the first one of the tenth is the mother, but what are the other two of the tenth? And what are the other two of the ninth? So it's a general question about triplicity rulerships and most specifically about the ninth and tenth houses. All right. Okay. So, I, okay. My answer to this question is that I wrote about this. <laughs> I wrote there's. I it in the book. I what? Kiyomi, hand me that book behind you, please. What? There is an entire chapter. All right, so the next question has to do with the topic of triplicity rulers within astrology. Now, there are multiple ways for us to divide the various topics that we have represented within our charts, and the ancients devised many of those ways. One of them is we can look at the planets that those topics specifically correspond with. So for example, we could use the sun to represent our father, the moon to represent our mother. We could use Venus to represent our love story in general. We could use Venus to also represent our wives. We could use the sun to also represent our husbands. And the ancients kind of saw very quickly that this overloading of the planets with these multiple meanings was a little bit crazy because suppose you had a wonderful relationship with your father but an awful relationship with your husband and you had no boss because you never had a career the sun would be the only thing within your chart that was used in order to answer those questions so the ancients decided to come up with a system of 12 houses and the 12 houses then became the 12 topical houses that allowed us to speak about the various topics that occur within our lives so everything we want to know about our physical body, our health, our wellness, our soul, our psyche, our everything came from the first house. Our finances, our relationship to food, our closest assistant or friend came from the second house. Our siblings, our community came from the third house. And all around the cycle of 12 houses, we basically find every single thing we can ask about under the sun is represented by one or more of the 12 houses within a traditional astrological schema. However, after the 12 houses concept was developed, another issue arose because the houses have multiple meanings. So for example, the fourth house represents the father, but it also represents our physical landed property, and it also represents the end of the matter, which for most people, we interpret that as being another indicator of death. Similarly, the sixth house is representing sickness, it's also representing our servants, and it's also representing the potential money that we might make from having servants or employees. Going to the 10th house, the 10th house represents our mother, it also represents our career, it also represents our public prestige in general. So the ancients had this conundrum where they said, well, hell, 
What do these houses actually represent? And if I'm referring to a house, how do I know which of these topics is going to be spoken about through my assessment of that house. When I talk about the 10th house, am I talking about my mother or am I talking about my career or am I talking about both in some kind of crazy way that doesn't actually make sense? So it was a bit of a conundrum within the hearts and minds of traditional astrologers. So they came up with another means of further clarifying the topics within a person's life and that was done by applying the essential dignity of triplicity rulership to the 12 houses and dividing the topics of the 12 houses into three topics per house. So instead of us just looking at the fourth house as the house of our father and our property and our landed interests and the end of the matter and all of these things, we could use the first triplicity ruler to represent our father, the second triplicity ruler to represent our real estate, and the third triplicity ruler to represent the end of the matter. Similarly, instead of just using the sixth house to represent our sickness, our servants, and the money we make from our servants, we could now use the first triplicity ruler of the sixth house to represent our sickness, the second triplicity ruler of the sixth house to represent our servants, and the third triplicity ruler of our sixth house to represent the fortune that we might gain from having the particular servants that we have within this lifetime. So we go around the chart and for each of the 12 houses, we have the ability to divide the topics of those houses into three sections. In the third house, we know that we have our siblings, but using the triplicity rulers, we now can use the first triplicity ruler to represent our eldest sibling, the second triplicity ruler to represent the middle sibling, the third triplicity ruler to represent the youngest sibling, and around and around the wheel of the houses we go. So the triplicity rulers really represent this wonderfully robust way of speaking in a more nuanced way about the various topics we find within a chart from a traditional astrological perspective. Now, this brings up another issue and another point of contention within traditional astrology because the question then becomes, whose triplicity ruler should we be using anyway? Should we be using Ptolemy's two-triplicity ruler system or should we be using the three-triplicity ruler system that we oftentimes attribute to Dorotheus? Because we are dividing the topics of the houses into three sections, it makes more sense for us to use the three triplicity ruler system of Dorotheus and the medieval and the traditional astrologers who applied this concept of dividing the houses into three topics were specifically and only using the three triplicity ruler system of Dorotheus because Ptolemy's two triplicity ruler system just doesn't work within a model such as this. So that is why if you read Mastering Traditional Astrology, A Depth of Beginning in the Celestial Art, we use three triplicity rulers in our essential dignities table because it makes more sense within a larger context of what traditional astrology is and has been throughout time. So if you don't currently use triplicity rulers within your astrology, I highly suggest that you use them. And if you want to find out more information about how to use triplicity rulers within your astrology, then you can check out my book, Mastering Traditional Astrology, which you can buy a copy of on Amazon and begin to bring this practice into your astrology because it's a very cool thing to do. Whenever I feel like I'm in the vortex and I'm giving an amazing reading and I want to take it up a notch, I whip out those triplicity rulers 
out of my back pocket and I start talking to a person about their first sibling versus their second sibling versus their third sibling. And it's always like, OMG, how are you able to divide between my siblings in that way? Or I talk about their first child versus their second child versus their third child. And it's like, wow, how are you able to do that? Or the way in which we're able to do that is because these are some of the tools and the techniques that we find built within traditional astrology in general as a practice. So pick it up and try it on for yourself. Now, because triplicity rulers is such a heavily house-based subject, it begs the question of which house system should we be using when we apply this doctrine of triplicity rulers. As you all know, I am not a whole sign houses person at all. As a matter of fact, someone last night mentioned whole sign houses in the Oraculos WhatsApp group chat and I nearly fainted because I'm not a whole sign houses person. I don't teach whole sign houses. My students don't use whole sign houses within the context of what they learn from me. So why use it in the group chat? But that's a different story for another day. The point of the matter is I don't do whole sign houses. So I really have nothing to say about triplicity rulers within the context of whole sign houses. But moving into house systems, quadrant-based house systems, for me, personally, if I were practicing astrology in a purely 13th century way, perhaps I'd be using Alcabicius houses. And perhaps Alcabicius is actually the house system that we should be using in general from the perspective of triplicity rulership. Because we see a lot of work being done within that period of time using Alcabicius houses alongside this larger doctrine of triplicity rulers. So perhaps that is the most appropriate house system to use from the perspective of triplicity rulers. Or if you want to practice astrology in the way that I do, and I'm not saying that I'm the astrological be-all and end-all, but I use triplicity rulers within the context of my Reggio Montanus houses practice because I think that it's great and because I think that Reggio Montanus is a wonderful house system to use. It is the house system that was used extantly within the 17th century and therefore I use it. I've never had a complaint personally with me using Reggio Montanus houses and that's just what I do basically. So that is the context within which I would use triplicity rulers. I know a very wonderful astrologer, an extremely top-notch, high-level, high-quality, one of the best fertility astrologers in the entire world. Her name is Nicola Smuts Alsop and she wrote the book on fertility astrology and Nikki uses triplicity rulers within her use of Placidus houses. I personally would never imagine doing that, and that's just because I don't use Placidus. And I think that I've said in other places that if I wasn't such a staunch Reggio Montanus person, then I probably would be using Placidus houses. But to broaden that, I'd probably be using Alcabicius houses from the medieval period, or I'd be using Placidus houses because... I'm kind of torn between those two things, but for the sake of keeping things simple and for the sake of not leading my students down a hellscape rabbit hole where we're bouncing back and forth between house systems, I've made the executive decision to only use Reggie Montana's within our traditional astrology work at Oraculos. However, like I said, Nikki uses Placidus houses and she uses triplicity rulers and she practices world-class, top-notch astrology. If you've ever wanted to explore fertility astrology or if you're looking for an astrologer to assist you with any of your fertility needs, then by all means, Nicholas Smuts Alt 
holds up is hands down one of the best in the entire world. And I don't say that very lightly about anyone because as you all know, I'm very strongly opinionated. So Nikki practices wonderful astrology with Placidus houses and she uses triplicity rulers within the context of that. So the moral of the story is that I think that astrology is very much a technical skill, but I also think that astrology is very much a magical and a mystical practice. And a lot of our astrology works based on agreements that we make with the universe. And the agreement that I've made with the universe is that I'm going to use Reggio Montana's houses within the context of my astrological practice. Somebody else may make the agreement to use Placidus houses within the context of their astrological practice. And I think that the universe the universe, will allow your astrology to function well within the context of whatever house system you choose to use. Therefore, if you choose to use triplicity rulers within the context of one house system versus the next, and that's the only thing you do, then chances are it's going to work for you. So that's my five cents on the topic of triplicity rulers. A wonderful topic. I think more people should be talking about it. And if you want to know more about triplicity rulers, then I wrote an entire chapter about everything you could possibly want to know about triplicity rulers within my book, Mastering Traditional Astrology. Hey there, everyone. I just want to say thank you all so much for the love and support that you've shown me in the months after the publication of my book, Mastering Traditional Astrology. If you have loved reading MTA and if it has deepened your astrological relationship and practice in any way whatsoever, then please leave a five-star review for us over on Amazon.com. As a self-published author, this would mean the world to me because the more five-star high-quality reviews we get, the more Amazon promotes the book to a wider audience so that more and more people can experience the magic that is mastering traditional astrology. Thank you so much for your continued love and support and thank you so much for your dedication to this extraordinary field of astrology.